Greetings and welcome to On Frame, conversations about visual art in Saskatoon. You're listening to Alejandro on CFCR 90.5 FM or streaming live on cfcr.ca. You can also download the podcast on frameradio.com. They're available on iTunes or on our website. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our guest for tonight is Tara Statnik. She's a musician, writer, and performing artist living in Saskatoon. She's currently pursuing a BA Honours in English at the University of Saskatchewan and is a vibrant part of Saskatoon artistic community, recording and performing her original music across Canada and collaborating with local artists in a range of disciplines. Welcome, Tara. Thank you. The audience would be interested to know what is your background Why did you were interested in, in doing this project? And I've always been very interested in writing my whole childhood. I, I loved writing. When I turned 18, I discovered guitar and um, learned how to put my writing into music to be able to do it as a performance art. Yeah, I've been doing music in Saskatoon for the past 10 years, um, touring across the country uh, just with a band Jiva Tree that was in Saskatoon for some time and now I do it mostly solo. So I'm, I'm involved with uh, that scene. I've done some acting in town as well for Fringe Productions, but at the U of S I study English. I have, um, I'm in my third year of an English degree there and this class is uh, called Career Internships. It's an upper-level English course, a 400 level. Essentially gives students the opportunity to be able to go out into the workforce in their, you know, their field of interest with English and uh, use, you know, their, their practical skills in the workforce. So, What do you expect to get out of this internship with in the art? It's giving me a lot more insight into what uh, freelance writing is like especially freelance journalism. So there's a lot of curves that are teaching me how to set up uh, interviews with people, um, how to, you know, put things in motion with uh, these visits to galleries and how to, you know, reflect back on it. And Have you also been involved in the arts community as a musician, but with the visual arts community in a different level? What, what is your connection with the visual community? Um, I haven't done much with the visual community in regards to like my own music and the work that I do. But Paved Arts, um, I have seen some like audio-visual collaborations. They do a lot of like multidisciplinary collaborations there. So that's what really drew me to Paved in the first place was seeing um, it was uh, a few members from the Saskatoon Symphony with uh, some very interesting visual displays behind them, um, some video work that was going on with the music. Uh, very intriguing stuff. So. That's what got me interested in Paved in the first place. So have you visited any of the art galleries that are in the Y-Exit Passport? I have, yes. I've been to Wanaskewin, um, the Snellgrove Gallery on BIS, Paved. <laughs> yes. AKA is right there. Paved, uh, the Francis Morrison Library Gallery. Um, but I think that's it. There's a lot of galleries in there that I wasn't even, like I knew they existed. Uh, but have never been, and then there was a few in there that I didn't even know existed at all, so... How long would be this practicum? Uh, it goes the entire semester. So it would be four or five months that you were going to be traveling to these art galleries, journaling about uh, what do you see? What are your expectations of <laughs> the different projects? Have you had a an idea of, of what would be the direction that you're going to take? Right, so some of the galleries I 
um, have actually planned to meet with the curators and talk about the work that's going on there. So those journals will probably cover more of the conversation I have with the curator and uh, the vision work that they have behind the developing of these galleries. Uh, whereas other travel journals will be kind of just more about the art exhibition that's going on at the time. So I'm really just going into most of them with um, varied perspectives. What is your experience visiting galleries? You mentioned that you have visited several of them. So when you're an spectator, would it be different than what you would be doing now? I'd say so, yeah. Um, lots of times I would go to openings uh, where it's more of a party and less of actually having an individual like one-on-one -on -one experience with the art and seeing where you're coming from like just emotionally with the art so this one this project is very um like a personal experience of what's going on at the galleries so how much time are you thinking that uh, you will be invest in visiting each one of these galleries uh well The visit itself probably shouldn't take too long, like half an hour to an hour, and then I will write a piece afterwards, which will be like your standard article length, three to four paragraphs kind of for each one. In the process of writing that, your focus would be in journaling your experience as a spectator, or just you, you just want to have a more sense of what YXE means to the community, or what is that the feelings that you get from the art? What would be your connection with that? Um, well, the idea is to encourage people to visit these small galleries, not frighten them away from actually visiting them in the first place. So I don't want to be, um, you know, critical, like, like in a negative way of the art, even if we might have our own negative ideas. I want to, I want to definitely approach these with a more, um, you know, like seeing the positives and why people should be visiting these galleries, like. I don't want to go and critique the art. I want to talk about the art and, you know, get people out there. That's what the whole project is about, is getting people to go to these galleries. What would people take out of, of, of those writings that you will be working? Well, the value in the writings is that they're from a personal perspective that's not um, involved. I'm not involved with any of these galleries or with PAVED at all besides this internship, so it's a very unbiased perspective and I think um, people can relate to that more. Would you be talking to the artists that do the art if it is that you have a question or you don't understand a piece? Would you be incorporating some of that in the, in the writings? I'd really like to. I'd really like to get in touch with some of the artists themselves. Yeah, including some of the artists' actual you know, ideas about behind their work. Um, including those in the journal writings as well. In this semester, you perhaps would be looking at uh, more than 12 galleries and perhaps more than 12 shows or exhibitions. I believe there's 13 galleries in total. So then there would be perhaps 12 or 13 exhibitions that you would be attending and interviewing. Is this going to be a weekly blog or how do you see if you have people looking into the blog, what would, how often they need to be checking the blog to read new articles and how do you, how would you bring traffic to the journalism that you're doing? The details are kind of getting negotiated still between myself and PAVED, but um, how it's going to work is the journals will be out on the website, the PAVED Arts website. There's a blog section that will have my travel journals and they will also be included in the newsletters that the people who sign up for these passports, uh, they get in their email. So 
yeah, it'll they'll be in there. Um, some of the some of the journals will come out at the same time. There might be like a couple that come out at the same time. There might be just one. We'll time it. Just you know, play it by ear how we time it. But in terms of visual arts, what would be your experience that you have when you attend to a show? How did you select the show to go? What intrigues you to go to attend an exhibition? Like let's say you were not doing this project. If it is that you are gonna go to an exhibition. How would you select the art gallery and the art that you want to see? Like two areas of interest for me with my studies at the U of S are definitely indigenous studies and women's studies. So when I choose a gallery to go visit, if there's a particular show that I want to see, it's usually something to do with like uh, feminism that will get me out there or, you know, some kind of traditional indigenous art or contemporary indigenous art that I'm interested in that I'll want to go see. How would you background in music and performing art? What do you think that brings to the table? I think uh, writing overlaps a lot with music. Like even though I, I perform music in theater, but I'm studying English, <laughs> they, uh, they really do um, feed off one another and inspire one another. So. I guess I'm able to just see different forms of art for what they are and appreciate them. I, I really enjoy all forms of art. Do you want to tell us about the project and your participation and who will be your collaborators and that relationship? Well, the project, the way you sign up for these passports is through the website artpassportyxc.com. So you sign up for the passports through there. They're free to sign up for. You pick them up at PAVED. Essentially what they are is like little books, like little passport books, that encourage you to visit these galleries. You collect stamps at every one of the galleries, and uh, there's spaces to write your own notes about the show that you see. Uh, maybe if you meet some contacts during your visit, you can write down some notes in the book. Yeah, so you sign up for these books through there, uh, head down to PAVED, get your book, and you go and see these galleries, 13 of them. In your experience as as a student, what was the intention of the creative writing course matching the students with the not-for-profits? So that was all, the way we got matched in the internships was all uh, a matter of choice. We signed up our first choice, second choice, third choice, fourth choice, and um, I managed to get my first choice, which was paved. And a number of the other placements were um, Sage Hill writing, um, Saskatoon Correctional Facility. They were doing some creative writing workshops there. Um, oh yeah, there, there's a number of different placements that were really interesting, but PAVED really applied to um, my love for like uh, independent artists and creative creative work. So. And what style of writing are you going to be using for for this? Oh, it'll be very like like diary entry almost. Like very personal, uh, just sit down and write a journal. I probably won't edit them too, too much. I want it to be a little more raw and experiential rather than like some kind of formal essay on every gallery. Are you going to be passing them on Twitter and Instagram as well? Or that's something that uh, Pave would be doing? Um, Pave will be doing a bit of that, but I'll also be doing it. I have a Twitter page um, and the hashtag for it is Hashtag A-P-Y-X-E, Art Passport Y-X-E. So. How many entries would, is there, well, you said that you were talking about that, but you have a, an idea of uh, 
Is it going to be weekly? Is it going to be uh, every two weeks? Or mm -hmm. is it going to be there's a, a pattern of writing that you have already or, or not yet? That sort of has yet to fall into place. Um, but this week I'm visiting Wanuskewin and Void Gallery. And I will be uh, writing over the weekend that those two journals will be coming out in the next paved newsletter, which is in February. So, um, yeah, it's it, the timing will just kind of be playing it by ear, I think. And, uh, yeah, but it's interesting. Even even Wanuskewin and um, Boyd, the, the contrast between the urban location of Boyd with the, you know, sort of set on the prairies location of Wanuskewin is is so interesting like it, it's Saskatoon has so many different galleries and they're all so unique in their own way. How important do you think galleries are for community? I think they're extremely important. It uh, gives you a whole different way of looking at the world. Have you had any contacts and experiences with artists? Yes. Visual artists though you're talking? Basically. Yeah like I have a number of friends who are visual artists so I go and check out their stuff whenever they're whenever they have stuff going on. What what has been the art exhibition that have impressed you the most in the last uh, five six months? The reason I chose Paved was because I saw a performance there um, oh about eight months ago or so, and it involved um, some of Saskatoon Symphony musicians with uh, uh, some singers as well. And they they did a, a musical production to video that was behind them, and it was just it was fascinating stuff. It was so beautifully done. If you were gonna write about that, what would you say? Ooh, I would have loved to write about that one. That was one of the best shows I've seen in Saskatoon. Ten words <sighs> that comes to mind quickly. Uh, did you passion? It was very uh, visceral, like the whole, the whole experience was, uh, it just really got you in your body. Like it, it was, it was almost animal. It was just so beautifully done. Can you describe the, the, the set, how it was designed or how the artists came together? Yeah, like it was, it was very experimental. Um, a lot of like noise. Uh, experiment experimentation and and sound with like doing doing stuff that is completely out of the ordinary like like I think there was one surface that this this musician was using that they were like hitting it with their fingers and it was just like a, a microphone that was underneath the surface and so it was just a totally um, like a tactile way of playing music without an instrument and there, there was all kinds of stuff that was being used like that and then the video was playing behind them and uh, so the focus was I don't know I, I found the video to be more of like the background images and I my focus was totally on the the musicians the that sound were, they were doing these bizarre things with <laughs> <laughs> with their bodies it was really unreal did you remember the artists that were doing the visual images well the reason i went is because my voice teacher leah pass was one of the performers and she was singing in this and doing uh all kinds of crazy noises it was great <laughs> 
Oh, that, that's good. That sounds like some of the work that uh, we would see in Nuit Blanche. I don't know if you had an opportunity to go. I haven't been there yet. But uh, every year they try to bring uh, to Saskatoon community a lot of different projects. Most, most of them involve light and participation, mm -hmm. and it's outdoors. It's sort of like a, a very quick overview of public art that is very contemporary and and people react and and connect with with the artists in in a very intimate way but also very disassociated with the project so that new blank blanche is an experience that have happened two years in saskatoon and i think it's going to continue and people are very interested i think the audiences in saskatoon lately are being becoming more interesting in in this sort of contemporary works that narrates a different uh, way of doing art and, and expose artists to and audiences to different experiences. I'm, I'm pretty sure that in your, in your tour of the galleries, you would be able to review and, and experience different emotions in different shows, the exhibitions that you will be seeing and you will be writing. Perhaps they might be very diverse, very uh, different from one another. Uh, that's my experience in Saskatoon going to the galleries. Absolutely. Intend to write from a very, um, very personal approach going into these galleries. I just want to be able to, you know, experience them emotionally and write that way, not have it be some kind of critique, um, have it be more of like what, what is going on with me when I get into this gallery. Have you read any journals of, of writers that have inspired you to, or in your research? Have you found somebody that have inspired you in certain particular style to write? I'm, I'm definitely getting increasingly more interested in feminism with every class that I take. It's becoming such a, you know, hot topic in the university these days. And there's, uh, there's so many, it's changing all the time as our, Uh, landscape changes, like as our as our social landscape changes, the the topic of feminism changes, and we're constantly uh, readjusting the way we look at 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 feminism and the way we look at at gender identities. So that uh, comes out a lot in my writing. If you're talking about that kind of style, not like writing about arts can be very subjective. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, you're not doing a critique, it's more a personal experience when you go Definitely. to the, the gallery, you observe these pieces of art, but you also mentioned that you were going to be talking to curators. How are you going to marry those two experiences plus giving the opportunity for the voice of the artist in that particular moment? That's a good question. <laughs> I guess we'll see what comes out when I, when I go there because I don't really know yet. <laughs> A good, a good way to, to sort of finish this interview with that intriguing way for people to just go on and look into the website and see for themselves those experiences. And then if they want to make any comments, would they be able to uh, leave some messages or contact you some way? Um, contacting me. Um, I'll, I'll arrange that with Riley. He's putting together the um, blog on the website. Um, so you'll be able to look at my blogs through the artpassportyxc.com website. And uh, I will have him leave a contact there for me so that people could, you know, 
because might be interesting to see see if if it becomes an active conversation between mm. you and them and the people in the gallery and other people that if if it is the intention for people to go to the art show mm -hmm. it would be interesting to see when people go how they react and just uh, sort of giving an interactive way for people to be journaling their experiences as well i think it would be very uh, positive for the exhibition for the blog for yourself as a writer mm -hmm. and for the community in general feedback for the artist as well right and that's the whole purpose of these passports is to experience them as an individual you know it's your own passport you take it to these galleries you collect your stamps there's no prize at the end there's no like big incentives for completing the passport but it's all about your like personally enriching your life And it's a beautiful passport. It was designed by some of the better very nice. graphic designers in the city. Mm -hmm. And I encourage everybody to just contact PAVE and, and, and just be looking for Tara's words and see her experience as a non-visual artist experiencing that world it <laughs> yeah. would be very exciting to see that how do you how do we in the arts world are seen uh, or how do you project us in in for posterity with your journal yes so thank you for taking that on thank you for coming to the program it had been a pleasure to have you here thank you for having me the best of luck thanks very much have a great evening yes Tara was talking prior in the interview about the current exhibition at One SK One. I would like to give you a little bit of a review of what is in the or One SK One. So the Great Hall and the Small Gallery exhibit original artwork from paintings, sculpture, contemporary multimedia works to showcase a dynamic collection of contemporary and traditional First Nation and Métis artists. The current exhibitions are abstract my ancestral land and the artist is Kim Su Goodtrack, a member of the Lakota Wood Mountain Reserve. Her beautiful ink drawings and paintings in acrylic reflect her visual language as a hunk papa Lakota woman. Her love of education, storytelling and art is felt within the vibrancy and emotion of color in her paintings and within the richness of imagery in her ink drawings. The other exhibition is Counter History and the Other. It's curated by Felicia Gay, and the artists are Rod Cotthan, Archer Pichawis, Tasha Hobart, and Cherry Farrell Rasset. Traditional indigenous people recorded history as visual narratives on buffalo robes, petroglyphs, tattooing, wampum belts, and rigorous memorization of oral histories. In Counter History and the Other, artists were invited to create visual counter histories to push against what we have been presented as history by Western society in the past and presently from January 2016 to April 2016. Check this out in Wanuske One Heritage Park. You are listening to Alejandro on CFCR 90.5 FM or streaming live around the world on cfcr.ca. You can also download the podcast on frameradio.com. They're available on iTunes or on our website. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook on Frame. Good evening.